today on The Breakdown. Who is the most famous poker player in the world anyway? Is it Phil Ivey? Is it Johnny Chan? Phil Helmuth, right? Chris Moneymaker? Daniel Negreanu? Maybe. Maybe. How do you tell? How do you know? Well, I got another guy who just might be the most famous poker player in the world. Oddly enough, you may never have heard of this guy. You may never have seen him. Or you might know very well all about this man. I don't even know his last name. It's Adam 22. What? Who? Adam 20. What? You're probably saying yourself. I'm trying to get a smile out of Grant. I'm not doing it. I'm just failing so hard. Anyway, uh, he's going to play a hand with Andrew Nimi, who at one point was really rocking and rolling in the YouTube world, still is. And uh, they're going to play a big cash game hand from the Hustler Casino Live. And woo-wee, there's some weird decisions in this one. I mean, every street is at least a little bit surprising. And then all hell breaks loose at the end. There, we're going to try and answer the question, what do you do when you're really underrepped, but can you beat anything anyway? We're going to get into it right now in The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. All right, so you're claiming Adam-22 is the most famous poker player in the world. I wasn't claiming anything. I was asking a question, and then I put forth some nominees. I mean, I have a very big answer, which is no. Um, well, Because you're not, you're not saying he's a professional poker player. You're saying he's a guy who plays <laughs> poker. <laughs> no, I, as I said that, I realized, obviously, like Ray Romano plays poker. Ray Romano, Brad Garrett, mm-hmm. Jason Alexander. But those guys aren't poker players. <laughs> you would never Ben get... Affleck, Paul Pierce. Hey, 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 Don Cheadle. Come on. Don Cheadle, sure. Uh... By the way, I mean, if we're going to say that, then like, you know, 20% of Americans play poker. How about know, just people who have played in the World Series of Poker? Yeah. All of whom I named were played in the World Is Series. Is Jason Alexander really more Matt famous Damon. than Adam 22? I don't know actually if Jason Alexander is. I know Ben Affleck is. You don't know who Jason Alexander is? No, what I'm saying is I don't know if Jason Alexander is. Of course he is. I don't know. This Adam22 guy has 1.6 million Instagram followers. He's got 847,000 Twitter followers. Jason, I'm sure Jason Alexander doesn't have anything like that, but come on. Seinfeld, come on. Yeah. How many people have seen George Costanza and would recognize him? Like, yes. So many. So more famous than Adam22, Jason Alexander. Okay, but he's an actor. Adam 22 is playing like hardcore cash games here, man. What are you talking yeah, about? I don't know. No one can see the face I made, but I made a face to Grant, which was like, obviously, what I just said is absurd. Like yeah. all of the people I mentioned played in the main event of the World Series of Poker. Oh, that, that is a that's $10,000. That's, that's not the same as playing like on the Hustler Casino Live cash game. It, like the main event is like something that Rich Charles yeah, okay, would do, it, and this is not. Right, and by the way, the way Adam plays his hand and the, what he says in the hand even leads me to believe he plays poker pretty seriously. Okay, now, I'm not, I don't know how good he is or not good, quite frankly, but okay, he's maybe thinking he's, about it. Maybe he's better than Shannon Elizabeth, who has played in the World I've Series. I played of poker. with Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah, I played with her at Borgata, and he and he actually might nice. be more famous than Shannon Elizabeth. She's not famous anymore. No, for sure he is now more famous yeah. than Shannon Elizabeth, and not around American Pie times though. She no, was very famous not. at that time. Of course time. not. Um, but I, I would guess, yeah, Ray Ramon. All the big actors are just going to be more famous. That's, that's unfair to, like, put him up against What's the guys. other one? Kevin Pollack. He always plays. Yeah, even he's more famous, yeah. I guess. I mean, he's in The Usual Suspects. He sure is, somehow. Yeah. So where did he even got cast in that role? Is it? He's a delightful little cherub. Is he? Not, not in real life. Of, he's kind of bitter, isn't he? Bitter? I don't know. What I've noticed in real life, and this was true of Jason Alexander also, and maybe this isn't a surprise. Here it comes. 
What? No, no, no. Say your piece. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. I don't like it. Okay. Maybe, maybe, you, uh, maybe you're more accustomed to this type of behavior from a drama background because you went to, to college for, for playwriting. Indeed. And the drama kids are all, you know, dramatic and annoying. They were. But Jason Alexander and Kevin Pollock both very much fit into the drama kid category in the World Series of Poker coverage of them. I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, those guys are way more annoying than I wanted them to be. Yes. They're clearly here for a lot of attention. They want everybody to know who they are and make a big deal about it. And they like want to just make all the jokes at the table and have everybody love them. And it was really kind of desperate and clingy and annoying. Okay, let me say one thing in their defense. Okay. Uh, they're producers of the show. So when they're on the TV table and they're all mic'd up, the producers are encouraging them to uh, talk. That is table. fair. And because the poker's so boring and they're like, we have a famous person who's sort of funny, please God. Yeah. Like ESPN is choosing which clips to show us out of a whole day's worth no, of, I, of hours and hours of right. stuff. So they're also making it seem like these guys, probably anything that was vaguely funny, they, they, put in there because they're like anything to make poker seem more accessible to the mainstream. That's fair. They may have been coached to act that way. I, I'm sure they have. It been. didn't come off well, though, no. to me. And I think, I like, I think I agree. you agree. I think you remember. No, I remember um, every time they showed Kevin Pollock, he's like wasting time doing like bad, not bad impressions, actually good impressions. He's good at impressions. But doing impressions of like Christopher Walken or something like that. And it's like, Dude, like, stop. Yeah. That's what it feels. But ESPN, again, is choosing to show us that. Fair. It feels a little bit like in Survivor when they had that, that chick who was, like, talking to a raccoon, but she wasn't really yeah. or something. But they cut it so it looked like she was, she was having a conversation with, yeah. with an animal. Um, a little bit like that. So that's all I want to say about it. And once in a while, you get someone who's delightful. I would say Brad Garrett, a little less so. A he's, little less so. He's, Still, he's very much attention-grabbing, too. Yeah, but he's a little bit funnier. He ben, plays ben, Affleck, ben Affleck was not when no, he was... No, Matt Damon either. They're, yeah. they're like, I'm not going to yeah. dance for I'm you. I'm a serious fucking actor. <laughs> you know how much money I'm worth? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, these other... And Ray, Mar- Ray Romano also, if you yeah. notice, didn't do that. The really rich guys, the yeah. really famous guys, like, fuck you, ESPN. But if you're, you know, these other dudes... Richard can... Seymour didn't do it either. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> well, he probably doesn't really have much humor, but... Yeah, he's not... He's not no, it's like, he's like, you want me to, like, try and sack that guy? I can do that for yeah. you. I can't do anything else. Yeah. Come on. Who are we missing for famous people that have played the World mm. Series and were featured? Uh, man, I mean, I don't know anymore. It's been a long time. Kate Hudson's brother? Oliver, Oliver Hudson, I guess. I guess. That I mean, counts. he was on like a, a, a sitcom that ran for like nine years. Yeah. And he made a ton of money from that. Sure. He was already rich anyway, but yeah. yes, but I'm sure he made a ton of money from that. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there are others, right? Uh, they used to do the Celebrity Poker Showdown stuff. Mm-hmm. So there were a bunch of celebrities who played at least a little bit. Does they, Jennifer Tilly still count? I do not think so. Yeah. No, she plays a little too much poker. Yeah. And, although she is on TV even now. She's on, there's a new Chucky show that she's on. Oh, really? Yeah, that got renewed even. Yeah. So it's like happening. Good for her, man. Yeah. She's really figured, she's done very well in life. I would say. Well, she married and divorced the right person. That was she did. That was definitely something. She did, but even like with her acting career, I think she's done very well based on what she's had to work with. Yeah, you know I agree. I mean? Liar, liar. She was in liar. Oh liar. yeah, I never saw that movie. But he can't lie, even though he likes to lie. Yeah. And her How breasts you... are so big. What can he do? <laughs> yeah, he has to say something. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't see liar, liar. I feel like your ideal life would be being Jim Carrey. Hmm. You would love to be Jim Carrey. The thing is. Isn't it true in Liar Liar that he's forced to tell the truth, but he doesn't want to? So he's always like, oh, no. And he, like, but, he, a, but he like ultimately be, learns that it's better. See, to me, I, not that I want to be this person, but like Kramer from Seinfeld yeah. is more of like, a, I'm just going to say what I think kind of a guy and doesn't like think anything of it. And is like, there's the... There's the are, you a, are you a prescriber of radical honesty? 
the early 2000s philosophy that basically means I'm allowed to be a dick if I want to? Um, I wouldn't say that, no. You spend time with me. You, would have, you could no. probably answer it better than I could. Um, no, you lie for others' benefit. I've seen it. A little bit here yeah. and there, sure. But I also, at times, you've called me out for like, you feel like, or I'm being like a little too like, okay, like you can stop now with that talking about what's, what, what you're thinking. <laughs> you've said that to me more than once. Um, but there's like, there's a scene in Seinfeld where George is dating uh, this woman who's got a very big nose, right? Jason Alexander. Yes, Jason Alexander. George Costanza. Famous for yes. playing poker, World Series of Poker. Yes. And, uh, and there's, there's this bit where they're at Jerry's apartment and she says, there's so many beautiful women in New York, I feel really intimidated by it. And Kramer says, oh, you're just as pretty as any of them. All you need is, is to get a nose job. Yes, I remember that, it's actually. A, it's a famous moment. And yeah, there's a huge laugh and all the characters except for Kramer are horrified and can't believe he said it. And Kramer doesn't think anything of it because he's just saying what seems to be obvious and true, you know? Yeah. And I, I think something like that is the way you'd want to do it, not like liar, liar. Oh, no, I just said you're really pretty, and I can't believe I let that out, and now everyone knows I think but that. But in the end, a lesson is learned, which is never the case in Seinfeld. Um, no hugs, no learning. Yeah. yeah. Although they do hug in Seinfeld when Elaine comes back from the trip. But um, Oh, my God. Just saying. Oh, my. You broke down just, the they castle. Do. It's the only, I think it's the only time they hug. The moat is empty. The moat is empty. <laughs> Storm the gate. <laughs> so... Um, what is learned in Liar Liar? What's the lesson? Honesty is good. Really? Even doesn't he get in so much trouble for being honest though the whole movie? I mean the whole point. How do you not see I haven't seen it? He's a Obviously, lawyer who lies. Okay, right? but this He's is not a, like does he save a kid? Right. Like his kid is somehow Shut saved. Shut the hell up and listen. <laughs> okay. This is this is not like a Tarantino or Inaratu movie, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, there's not gonna nice. be like some like subversive message about lying and stuff. <laughs> Obviously, it's like a family friendly movie where a guy who's like a sleazy lawyer is forced to tell the truth. What do you think the lesson's gonna be, you big yeah. idiot? <laughs> no, that's a really really good point. Uh Nice job calling out Inaratu there, not Thanks. just Tarantino. That is really strong. Hey, uh, so Jason Alexander has 641,000 Twitter followers. Okay. Significantly less than Adam22. How many Twitter followers does Julia Louis-Dreyfus have? But she's got more because she's been in Veep and stuff. She, was, she won like five Emmys in a row. For I'm going to go with 2.2 million. Well, kind of missed the mark on that one. A little wow, bit. How much? It's less. 1.3 million. Okay. But it is more than, uh, than, than George. And Adam22. And Adam Twenty Two, that's right. Okay, I haven't looked yet, but Jerry Seinfeld is he even on Twitter? He I feel like on, he's too big for Twitter. He is on Twitter. Five million, four point three. Wrong again. You're so good at this. It's our last one, and we're going to move on because this is ridiculous. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Huh. Host of the Tonight Show. I know. I'm wondering if that's going to because he's current get him more than Seinfeld. Probably not. I'm going to so, go one point eight. Okay, this is finally you've really missed the mark. Okay. 51.4 million followers. Holy shit. How in the... What is Jimmy Fallon tweeting that well, that he, many people care? I mean, I think he's probably, like, really trying and has, like, a team for his Twitter, and Jerry Seinfeld yes. probably doesn't. You know? Yeah, that's true. And they're probably... Yeah, they're probably trying very, very hard still. Holy freaking McGoes. All right, here's someone else who's trying and current. Ellen DeGeneres. I assume she's trying. Yeah. I wouldn't 18 know. 18 million. 78 million. Holy shit. Maybe these are fake followers. Maybe these guys probably have some fake followers, right? Okay, I'm, I mean, not, like I'm a, not as good at Twitter followers as I am no, at Hendon Mob. That, that makes sense. All right, let's, I could do more, but let's not play this game. Yeah. Let's get into the hand. Okay. So, yeah, Adam22. Talk a little bit about him because he, oh. he is famous, but not famous for poker. Yeah. So he's, he's a multi-talented individual, it sounds. It's really interesting. So, all right. I mean, there's a lot of ways we could look at this. So he is um, on the No Jumper 
show, the Joe, I think it's a podcast, also the Plug Talk Show, which, you know, it's, it's like rap and, I don't know, sex. And someone tweeted that he, he quote tweeted, you could have anything in life once you, got, once you get your corn. I just watched Adam-22 bust all over Chromaz titties. COVID got the simulation doing the most. Adam quote tweeted that. <laughs> like, just to be clear. Like, and, this and is... what that refers to is that he was also a, a porn star, right? Yes, that's exactly right. He's a former porn star. He's like a talk show host. He's got all these things going. There's photos um, in his Twitter feed of like, you know, the sort of Dan Blazarian type photos of him with like, you know, bikinied women sitting on his lap, like multiple at the same time. I'd be and careful looking through photos on his Twitter feed because porn is allowed on Twitter. So... You might see some Why stuff. Why don't you be careful? You might see some stuff you don't I feel like seeing right now. I can handle seeing stuff. Okay. What am I afraid of? He looks like he's got, you know, he's going to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. As I'm looking through his Twitter feed now, I'm seeing mostly it's just women in uh, bikinis. And yep. A lot of women in bikinis. And you're going to keep looking because Jonathan Levy, once he sees that, he just keeps going. A lot of women in a lot of bikinis. Uh, let's go ahead and shut right. that down. Okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, so he's got a lot, uh, not surprisingly, then, his, um, his, Instagram, his Instagram is huge, 1.6 million yeah. followers. So, yeah, he's got a lot going on here. And I will say, <laughs> in this hand, he makes a lot of interesting decisions. Definitely interesting decisions, not decisions that I think I would make. No, no, me either. But then, like, by making those interesting decisions, he puts himself in a, a more interesting spot. Right. And unfortunately, there will not be any solver work on this because they're, they're three-handed until the river. So sad. Solver just can't handle that stuff. Solver! Um, but the player who is his main antagonist is certainly more famous in the poker world than Adam-22, but a lot less famous overall. And that would be Andrew Nimi, yeah. um, who is like a weird type of poker famous, right? He's like not famous for being one of the best poker players in the no. world, just famous for documenting his poker life before anybody else did. There's really. more of that than there used to be. I yeah. mean, you and I are sort of like that a little bit, not right. as much as Andrew. Um, Brad Owen is like that. Yeah. Rampage is like that. You know, Marley is like that. Right. There's a bunch of us who are, you know, you could say we're on a different a spectrum of talent. There's a range of how good we are at poker. We could all make arguments about who's better than who and whatever. But all of us who, none of whom are like at the top of the poker world. Well, none of, of us the deserve the amount of social media right. engagement that we have based on our poker results alone. Yeah, is, is what that, I mean. that's a fair way to put yeah. it, right? Um, because that isn't, you know, it's, it's social media. It's supposed to be other stuff, yeah. right? It's, it's media. So, but he's one of the, like, okay, we were a pioneer in some ways, right? In yeah. poker, like doing this kind of a show where we, and still to this day, like we, we came up with a, really the idea of doing breaking down hands on video the way that we do, yeah. which was then copied by a lot of other folks. I would say we were very much surpassed by folks like Doug Polk, et cetera, et cetera, in many ways. You know, not, not, I'm not blaming anyone for copying what we did. It was cool. and Not in quality, but in right, viewership. Right, and maybe in quality. Yeah, uh, come on. Then Andrew was really the first person to do poker vlogs in a serious way. Yeah. Uh, maybe other people were doing it, but he took it to actual popularity and then spawned a whole host of I think he was the first one who actually had skills with video yeah. and like, spent a lot of time making it look good and stuff. At least the first person who got popular at all doing yeah. it that way, right? Um, he was absolutely a pioneer right. in this stuff. And there's still someone like Rampage probably just wouldn't, we yeah. probably wouldn't have no idea who that guy is, and instead we actually do know who yeah. he is and uh, know what he looks like and stuff like that and have opinions about him a little bit because just because of Andrew started this, and so he does it too. Mm-hmm. Lot, of course, lots of other people do it too. Johnny Vibes, yeah. whatever. you know. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of them. So, yeah, so, yeah Andrew Nimi, an actual pioneer in poker, will probably, like us, end up in the Poker Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, though. Like We're talking about M22 as like, this guy who's very famous but not actually a poker player. 
And Renimi is definitely a poker player, but he's like not like a poker. He's not he's not invited to Hustler Casino Live because of his ability to play poker. It's because of his vlog, right? So it's like yeah. they were both invited for different reasons than their ability to play poker. Um, that is correct. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they're both going to... The idea is they're both going to bring eyeballs. Right? right. By the way, Andrew Nimi has how many Twitter followers? Ooh, I'm going to go 120,000. 26,000, oh. bro. So, like... Oh. What? Yeah. Of course, he's obviously got a lot more YouTube subscribers, right. that, which is where he probably... He's probably not tweeting very much. I mean, like, yeah, we don't really do much on Twitter ourselves, so... No, we don't have very many Twitter followers either, yeah. even compared to Andrew Nimi. We have, like, 3,500. And by the way, Andrew's got 170,000 YouTube subscribers. Right. So he's... Doing just fine, obviously. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so these are the two main folks in the hand, although also Mickey. Mickey, who's always below. vaping and has tattoos everywhere. Adam22 has tattoos everywhere, but you would think that guy doesn't have any tattoos when he's sitting next to Mickey. It's true, actually. He's also wearing, like, I couldn't tell he had as many tattoos as he had until as the hand progresses and I, like, look a little closer. I'm like, oh, his entire neck is a tattoo. He's got tattoos on his face, yeah. but it's a little less obvious. Mickey looks like. Like, if I was walking by a gas station and Mickey was sleeping on the sidewalk, looking the way he looks, I would be like, that yeah. seems correct. But if Adam dressed the way he is and looks the way he is, that would be like... Oh, this guy needs help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just probably doesn't actually live on the sidewalk. Yeah. But I might think Mickey did. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Mickey doesn't. No, Mickey has a lot of money of from something. It seems like he does. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Mickey's in the hand. Yes, he is. It's He's actually going to make some interesting decisions as well. I mean, this hand's got a lot, lot going on. Yep. Here we go. It, what it doesn't have going on is the stakes. It's not the highest stakes we've ever done, but that's okay. We can still have fun. It's not low stakes. It's 10-20 with a 20 big blind Annie. That's a pretty big game. Sure. And you know what? The poker decisions are pure, baby. It doesn't matter how much money we're playing for. The poker decisions between these three players who are invited not for their poker skills are actually quite interesting. I mean, to be fair, how many people are invited for the poker skills? Almost none. Yeah, I don't know like who's this. at this table right now. Nobody wants just a good poker player at a table like this. No one. Well, I mean... People want Tom Dwan. He's, he's just, not. That's not. He's not invited for his poker skills. He's invited for the eyeballs that he brings. We like him for his poker skills. It's a little. Bit okay, different. but let's, let me. But okay, you're, you're, you're getting weird with you're it. Right, he, right. no, 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 you're right. Because the reason he right. brings the eyeballs is his poker. Yeah. Skills. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So you're definitely. I got wrong. weird with that. I got weird with that. Um, I don't even know if this table has any real like professional. But what I'm saying. But I guess what I'm saying is within the getting weird with it. You're right. That was that was a, a bit of a. I did some weird stuff with it, but. They aren't going to invite someone who's just really good at poker who doesn't bring eyeballs. That, that serves no one in this game. What about right? Dan Zak? Um, well, he's not in this game, is right, he? Right, but you know what I'm saying. He gets invited to games. He, well, I don't know if he gets invited to these games. We've well, never seen him in these games. The thing games. is, like, if you can find somebody who's willing to play the stakes that Dan Zak's willing to play, like he'll play 5,100, right? Yeah. And he's very good at poker and makes interesting decisions. Maybe you think as a part of the game, he can become somebody who brings eyeballs, but you let right. him be in the game because he's a pro who's good and you want at least some pros who are good or else what are we watching? We're watching Celebrity Poker Showdown and nobody wanted that. Dude, no one cares. All anyone cares about is the big money. I'm, I'm noticing like the Hustler Casino Live numbers, which are good on YouTube. Um, like, if Tom Dwan plays, they get better numbers. When Phil Ivey plays, they get better numbers. But they, like, promote it with just, like, how big, the, how big the stakes are. And when they have no, like, name players like I just named, they put up guys like Krish yeah. and Ludacris as, like, the guy, come see those two guys and Nick Fertucci as, like, in the poster or the thumbnail for this game. Like, it's live right now, and, and 35,000 people watch it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, no one's watching that for the poker, right? I mean, not really. But... but- but a lot, of peop- a lot more people would watch it if it were 
Patrick Antonius and Phil Ivey on the poster, and it was the same stakes. Of course, but they're yeah. super famous. But would they watch it if you had um, better poker players than... Dan like, Zach and Art Papazian. Yeah, d- even, yeah, exactly. But that was it. As like, and it was guys just like that only? Like, I think and, a little and low, bit... And slightly lower stakes? I don't know, if they, or even the same stakes? I don't think they'd get much more viewership. And maybe zero more viewership. Well, I would hope they would get more viewership. That, that's, my I understand. Ideal, that's my ideal world where they get more viewership because the poker's better. I agree. I, that's what I'm interested in. But like... No one's no one's really spreading those games of like quality play. Like I mostly can't watch this stuff. I find almost all of it unwatchable because the play is so bad. So it's fun when we get a good hand. Yeah. But like I'm, I'm like, oh cool, Tom Dwan's playing on Hustler Casino Live, and I'm like, oh, it's him and like eight guys who have no idea what's going on. Like it's not interesting. Yeah. Tom, Tom can't. There's nothing Tom can do. He can't make a cool move. There's no cool moves to make. Yeah. He just sits back and like crushes them. You know, does normal things because what else is there to that do? That is too bad. I think I think back in the day, high stakes poker had the ratio right. It was like yeah. six pros and two amateurs at the table. Exactly. That's the kind of stuff you're really looking yeah. for. Um, it's hard if you're spreading these games all the time. Though it's really hard to get that because the pros don't want to do. Yeah, that. high stakes poker shop for like a week every other year or something. You know, like also like the pros mostly don't want even more whales. But I think on high stakes, that was earlier in the day, right? It was yeah. a big deal to be on TV for these guys. There weren't many opportunities. Yeah. Um, being on a YouTube live stream, even the like that isn't like, oh, I got to go get that on my resume. Right. You know, like no one cares. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm not saying no one cares, but no one like Patrick Antonius cares. Right. Like yep. he, it's not a feather in his cap to be on the hustle. Yeah. I mean, that's something that high stakes poker had going for it. It had yeah. like, it was a prestigious seat. You know? No question. No question. People wanted to be on there. People made it. Tom Don basically made his career being on that. Right. Yeah. In terms of his fame, not, yeah. not in terms of his play, of course. Yeah. Like, mean, really. People remember him from that more than they remember him from Poker After Dark or the, anything else. The world was introduced to Phil Galfond on High Stakes Poker, right? Yeah. In an embarrassing fashion. Yeah. But still. Yeah. And they were like, this is like a really high end analytical mind type guy. They didn't say that in season four the first time he showed up for a little bit. I think bit. they said something nice about him, though. I they think might they, have said something nice about him, but that was when he, he mucked a chop. No, I remember. And that. he didn't really do anything else. But then he came back on season five and he like really had his shit together. And, mm-hmm. and Galfonded the hell out of it. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, here we are. Yeah. With these players. And this is going to be very interesting. And, and I think part of what's interesting about it is these decisions that are made. Now, I don't think Nimi's decisions are particularly odd in any way, um, but we can get into that. Some okay. of them are a little odd. I think at least a little odd. Compared to the other players' decisions, they're less odd. There's like one, one odd decision, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Fair what you're talking yeah. about. Um, but I don't think we ever get this way to, to the river this way, because this is going to go to the river, with with at least one really good pro in the hand with these hands. It's probably not happening this way, which makes it an interesting spot to analyze. Fair enough. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, this was suggested on Discord by some names that are going to be hard to pronounce. Bethekuta, Skjolder, and, of course, Mark Testart, which I can pronounce any day. And Mark I, Testart. And I love pronouncing it, because he's a great man. I'm from Australia. Mark Testart. I did not know we were going to have the privilege. Jonathan, did you just patch Mark in from Australia? I'm a lawyer and a poet. <laughs> I can't believe you got Mark. Jonathan, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, I got him right here. Mark, what do you want to say? You've been such My a... favorite poker guy, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might have just changed. Anyway, yeah. here we go. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Suggest on Discord if you'd like to. Uh, that's, that's a great place to suggest. There's a link in the description of this podcast to take you to our Discord server. Got a lot of fun stuff going on there. We'll see you there. All right. 10-20 with a 20 big blind Annie. Andrew Nimi is in the cutout or hijack. It's going to fold to him. He's got $8,800 in front of him, mm-hmm. which is a decent stack for this game, obviously. Yeah. Um, the 20 big blind Annie makes it so 8,800 is probably not like a huge stack, but a reasonably... It's not like he's... I mean, he's not garroting it, but it's... 
That's like 400 blinds, yeah. even with that. I mean, it's 440, but it's more like plays like 400, maybe. Maybe it plays more like 250. I don't know. 20, Whatever. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right, but e- still. Either way, deep stack. I mean, mostly people play the same yeah. with that with just that ante in there. They don't, they don't really size up much That's more, true. usually. That's true. They used to, back when they did like, uh, uh, like games that had every player ante, which they don't really do anymore. People used to adjust for sizing. I yeah. remember five five games with a five dollar ante would be well, like. Well, that's uh, a much bigger pot though than what we're talking about here. Yes, right? you're right. Yeah, you're right. But even so, whatever doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. King Queen of Hearts. It's gonna make it eighty from the hijack. Cool. cool. All right, Adam twenty two, the pornographer. <laughs> He's also got. <laughs> he 80. was he was an adult film story. He was not a pornographer. That's oh, you really don't think yet. You don't think he had producer credits? Ever? I don't know, and I don't think you should say that about someone unless you actually know that. You think it's offensive to call a porn I star? I don't know what's offensive in that world, and I don't want to see I feel like sued. you're being Larry David in a curb Thank thing you. where you're like trying to avoid a situation you have no idea about. Yes. But let me, let me ask you this without you freaking out. Okay. Like, seriously. Okay. Do you think somebody who is happy to claim themselves as a porn star would be offended by being called a pornographer? I think it's possible. Why? You're so sure of yourself. Um, because the pornographer has different kinds of connotations, right? Adult film star means you're acting and stuff or you're performing, whatever. A pornographer, I think to some people, society at large, has a, a, they both have somewhat negative connotations overall, right? Obviously not to everyone, but to to overall, I think, in culture. And I think a pornographer is someone who's seen as um, taking more advantage of people. Child pornography, you could be that kind of a pornographer. call him a child pornographer. Of course not, but like... You know, he's a murderer. What kind of murderer? I mean, if you want to get real dark with it, when I say porn star, it doesn't mean he's <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm saying I think it's... Po- I don't know, but I think it's possible. He might say, hey, hey, I've never made the stuff. I'm just an actor. I'm not a director. I'm not a producer. And some of those guys do really shady stuff, and the world sees them as really shady. They would see someone like me as it's a weird, less shady. It's a weird line that you've drawn, and I don't understand it. And I also... Would, I have compassion for people, and you don't. That's why you can't see I, it. I would bet a significant amount of money that he has a producer credit on at least one <laughs> porn video. That's not where I thought you were going with. That's possible for sure. Yeah. And that would make him a pornographer now, wouldn't it? I, um, I'm not sure exactly how that fits, but maybe. Okay, anyway. Adam22, whatever yeah. he is, social media sensation, host of many shows and such mm-hmm. at this time, former porn star. Three bets to 300 from the button with four or five of hearts. Do you think this is just random? I don't play that much mon- that much poker, and I want to click this button and three bet. Or do you think this is like part of a reasonable three betting range? Um, I think it could absolutely be part of a reasonable three betting range. Yeah, I think it's fine to do this once in a while. Um, Andrew's not opening from early position; he's opening from the hijack. Yeah, it's fine to attack that, especially when you're in position. He's going to have some folds here, and he's going to have some calls where he's going to be out of position. You're going to win a big pot later. You've got a hand that it's going to be hard for him to read the board and read your hand well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool, right? If it comes all big, you often win because with, with bluffs. If it comes small, he may think he's okay when you've got him crushed. Like, there's lots of good things that come with this. You wouldn't want to do this every time, but absolutely, three betting on the button here is, I think, a good idea to do sometimes. Yep, I agree. Cool. Then we got Mickey in the small blind. He's got ace-king off. Ace yeah. of diamonds, king of clubs. Feels like a slam dunk four bet positionally, right, with these depths. He's also yeah. deeper than these guys. He's got 14K. It does feel like a slam dunk four bet. Now let's just play it out. We four bet to nine fifty, a thousand. Yeah, something like that. Probably have to do yeah, probably a thousand. Yeah, it's already been three bet, so it doesn't have to be quite as big as a three bet would be over and open as far as uh, how many acts. So these guys both have eighty eight hundred. Effect- it's eighty eight hundred effective, right? Yeah. 
both both players have it though. Besides Mickey, they have yeah. the same amount, so that's kind of cool for this. Um, are we just calling the five bet, which is effectively a shove with Ace King here? I think yeah. From either position, I think we kind of have. I think to. we do too. It's just like well, also we're Mickey. Like yeah. we gamble all the time. So, right. so it's really weird he doesn't he doesn't four bet because it'd be pretty easy to call a five bet. The only way we fold, I think, if it goes shove shove, then we could oh easy fold. fold easy fold at that point. Like how strong is how strong is Adam twenty two if it goes shove shove? Is he you're not Ace King is not doing well against that range. I mean Adam can have queens. And then Nimi also has to have a hand that's not that good. I mean, usually we have the same hand with one of them. Or, or they both have like queens. Yeah. Or like queens and jacks. If something. they both have queens, it's great, but that's yeah. not usually the case. No, no, I, for sure. Yeah, no, we can fold there. I think I think it's not crazy. Anyway. So he just calls though. He does yeah, he not, just calls out of the small blind. It seems bad, but it doesn't seem awful. It yeah. just seems bad. I'd much rather be suited to do this, but whatever. Also, by calling here, of course, we're now incentivizing Nimi. To, now, Nimi would stick around anyway with his hand, but with his range now, he's got to call way more of the hands. And we're going to be out of position to two players instead of one. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. I mean, one thing that could happen that would be nice for Mickey is Nimi could put in a four bet, and then if Adam doesn't five bet, if Adam calls or folds, Mickey can put in the last bet. Oh, that is true. That'd be interesting and weird. Yeah. I mean, if Nimi puts in a four bet here after Mickey flats. I mean, it's Mickey. Yeah, you could, no, you're right. Actually, Mickey can have two eights here yeah. for sure. For sure. Oh, Nimi really might, might get a little jiggy with it once in a I while. I mean, Mickey could maybe have queen jack suited. Who knows? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's cool. Maybe that makes this also a little bit better. As, like, you would never think he could have ace king here. Yeah. That helps at least a tiny bit. Mostly, you want to just, just five, four bet it, though. Mostly. Yeah. Either way, he calls, and okay. Nimi just calls as well. It's a really nice hand to play in position against at least Mickey. I guess you're out of position to Adam, but that's fine. I mean, we're just going to, we just have to see a flop with this hand at this yeah. price. King, Queen of Hearts, to, to remind you. Yeah. 940 in the pot now. Okay. The flop is spicy. Good. Jack of Hearts, Deuce of Hearts, Eight of Diamonds. So nothing for Mickey, but heart draws for both Adam 22 and Nimi. The yeah. five high heart draw for Adam and the king high heart draw for Nimi. Mm-hmm. It goes ahead and it chickety checks around. Let's talk about Let's that. Let's chickety talk about it. All right. So, so Mickey's fine, whatever. Mickey has to check. Nimi, he's playing in flow. He might be going for a check raise, maybe a check call. It doesn't matter. Either way, you could justify either play. Yeah. Let's talk about Adam checking with five high, but having flopped one of the best five high situations you can. Why is he checking back here? I mean, there's some cool things that can happen from that, but it's also probably not the best expected value way to play this hand. It's possible that he's thinking that the flat from Mickey, from the small blind, just cold flatting the three bet, is slowing him down on this kind of a board. I guess if you completely don't look to your left and see that it's Mickey sitting there, you can think that, oh, he's got a lot of pocket pairs and stuff, and he's going to call. And Queen Jacks. But it's Mickey. If you've seen any Mickey on Hustler Casino Live, you don't have to put him on a hand. Like, he can have a lot of stuff. Yeah, he can have a lot of stuff here. But this is also not like Adam's board so much as it is the other guy's board. It's it's a neutral board, Jack A2. Yeah, but we're three ways. Yeah. So, I don't know. I but can, he has five high and a flush draw. He does, but, like, the check back is kind of cool in that if we make the flush, now it turns out if we make the flush, we're screwed, but if we make the flush, it's really hard to put us on it. So that's good. We only make the flush 20% of the time on the turn, so that's bad. Um, I, under, I feel like the flat by Mickey could slow him down a fair amount. That's not crazy to me. Um, if it was heads up, I think he should definitely be betting if, if it was just him and Nimi. And I think it's... I, w- I, I was a little surprised he checked, don't get me wrong. But I, I think it is justifiable to check on the flop. I think it's cool to have this in your gameplay and it part, it, like something that you bring out every once in a while. 
I would I would have concern if it happened more than once in in a full session. You know, like we, it's I don't I, I don't think we're getting both players to fold that often on this board. I just don't. I mean, I don't know. We like bet. what what hands do they have that they're folding? Okay, king queen. That isn't hearts, of yeah. course. Um, I mean, if if Nimi has queen ten suited, he's sticking around, and yeah, he it, he probably will call once. I guess if Mickey has like two nines, is he going to call with Nimi behind him? Probably Mickey will. Yeah. Um, but if both of them have pocket pairs under the eight, now we block some of those. But if they have sevens and sixes, we might be able to get folds. But don't you want to start telling a story? Don't you want to not only get to win if you make a flush? That is a fair point. Um, we're telling. We're also telling a story this way, though, right? The story is like I don't have a flush draw. I don't have. I have like ace queen here. Yeah, you're just giving up the ability to bluff later, really. You're you're, you're losing a lot of that anyway. You clearly not not all of it, but most of it. I agree. You're certainly you're certainly surrendering more of the pot than you otherwise would be. I would probably bet this without thinking about it because I flopped a flush draw and be very happy to do so. If I'm going to check a flush draw in this spot, I'd really love it to be the nut flush draw. I figured draw. you were going to say that, yeah, because you agree. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. right? Some showdown value. We can hit. We have over cards to hit. Like the turn is going to be more more good to us more of the time, yeah. right? Yeah, and and we have no fear of other flushes beating us. So, like, it's okay to to kind of play fast and lose with it, and hope hope to get a, flu- a like a flush, and then like hope multiple bets go in. Well, I mean, if you have a fear of other flushes beating you, checking makes sense here, right? Okay, like, betting isn't going to well, okay, help. Okay, well, that. I'm mostly talking about runner runner stuff. Oh, okay. Because it's jack of hearts, two of hearts, eight of diamonds. So like diamond, diamond, you're saying? Heart, heart. Oh, heart, heart. Oh, that too. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, checking at least a little bit with the flush draw here, even without the nut flush draw, is probably fine for deception. You don't want to do it too much, I think, would be the I agree. short answer. I don't think it's a bad play. It's just a curious play, and I don't think I would often make it. If, if it wasn't Mickey in the small blind, if it was a good player, if it's Dan Zach who flatted yeah. there, would you still want to bet this a lot? Less, yeah, but it is Mickey. Of course it is, but I'm yeah. trying. I'm talking about though, you know, yeah, a more, a more common situation. Maybe I don't. More I, common, I wonder if Danzak has any flats in the small blind in this situation. I don't know. He might not. He might have. He might have two nines as a flat. Sometimes he's gonna have to have more balance than that. He's Danzak. He's not just gonna have two nines if well, he's, if he has. I'm starting to build a range here. What do you want from me? I'm beginning. You began with one hand. Uh, you know, I didn't get. I didn't talk for very long before you started responding. Maybe I had more to say. Because I have to destroy you. You know, people can't hear you. Speak up, son. I will destroy you. <laughs> I like calling you son. I think there's a chance that Danzak doesn't have a flatting range in this he, spot. He may not. Um, but he might also. Yeah. He might. Do you have no flatting range here? I feel like you I'm, have a flatting range here. It, I, I'm hard-pressed to remember a time when I flatten a situation like yeah, this. Yeah, me too, actually. As I think about it, like... I pretty much only four better fold these days. And when I say these days, I mean the last several years yeah. like in this spot. In a cash game, especially. Yeah. Um, early on in a tournament, you could flash yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But once, you're talking, once, once we're out of that situation, yeah. And also, while we're deep-ish, we're not insanely, insanely deep, right? Oh, not once the three-bet goes in. Yeah. It changes the SPR a lot. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. I think... If Danzak actually was there and actually did flat, sure, I'd be less likely to bet. Okay. Yeah, I, I, can, I can agree to that. We got something. We got somewhere. All right, let's, let's continue. We can agree on one other thing. I, I bet we can. The greatest iterated value in poker is sitting Oreos. right beneath your nose. Oreos are the greatest iterated value in poker. I'm getting a disappointed look now from Grant. I'm, you know, trying to pay the bills over here. And yeah. It's like trying to not pay the bills, I guess. I mean, Oreos isn't paying us, if that's what you're asking. They are not. No. 
All right, you should talk then. The maybe Oreos is paying me by taking like two point one years off your life expectancy from all the Oreos. Yeah, I've from eaten. all the Oreos. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely possible. The thing about an Oreo is you don't just eat one, do you, Grant? You I eat mean, a sleeve. <laughs> you eat a sleeve of Oreos. That's how it goes. You eat a whole sleeve. Oh yeah. If there's a two point one was an understatement. If there's a sleeve of Oreos to be had, they must all be consumed. <laughs> you can do it slowly over the course of a day, but a whole sleeve gets gets eaten every day if you if they're if it exists, if they're mm. around, you know. Do you like Oreos in ice cream? Or do you think that's an odd pairing? I do like Oreos in ice cream. I think they're quite wonderful in ice cream. I think they're quite wonderful everywhere, but I think they are, are really like you can get that nice the the white sugar filling yeah. in the ice cream combination is good. What do you think? Would you eat Oreo pasta? I do not think so. I know they have Oreo cereal now. Well, cereal is basically candy, so. Not all of it. But that one is. <laughs> What's well, cookie, not candy. If you're saying it's going to be basically something. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. Anyway, Nitrogen Sports. That's who we're doing it I was going to talk about the greatest iterated value in poker, which right. is the monthly Poker Guys tournament. Mm. We just scheduled all of ours for 2022. Another year, baby. Yeah. Another year of the greatest iterated value in poker. They always contribute at least 40% of the prize pool. That's a pretty damn fine deal. That means it's pretty hard to be minus EV in this thing. I think it's almost impossible. Maybe if you're the actual worst player in the tournament, maybe you're minus EV. Maybe not. Um, I will say this, guys. Every two weeks, Grant has like a Zoom call with the heads of Nitrogen. Yeah. The cabal. We mostly just talk about... Our rewatch of Lost. Yeah, it's true. And they haven't seen it all yet, so I'm trying to keep them like engaged because we're in season five and they're starting to have suspicions that that maybe they don't know where they're going with it. And I'm like, guys, don't <laughs> no, worry. No, no. There's a plan. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> it's gonna be such a great prank when all of a sudden yeah. done. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but beyond, there's always a five minute bit near the end where Grant will actually talk to them about this tournament, mm-hmm. and he'll say the listeners are getting too much. It's not right. Yeah. You have to shut this down. Yeah. And they say, no, we're, we're, we're here for the people. We want the people to get the money. Yeah. That's why we exist. Uh-huh. We're basically a charitable organization. I mean, this tournament existing for five years now yeah. really makes it feel that way. They have given away. Would, I don't even want to do the equivalent value because this is oh, a big point. If we do the equivalent value, the amount they've given away might be in the millions. I, I would guess it's probably seven figures. Yeah, but without the equivalent value, it's still in the near 100,000 at least, I would say. Oh, I'd say well more than that. Yeah, just, they've just given away. And that's not like it's not like we've generated prize pools of $20 million and they've given away 100,000 of that. It's like that's 40% of it or, or more. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, well, well into the six figures for yeah. sure because... Even if it was just at the dollar value, it's like they're contributing like what thirty k uh, a year anyway, yeah. or something. Some some amazing amount. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway, let's not worry about the math though. Well, please no don't. One, no, it's... don't look too closely at those numbers. Don't, don't look just, too closely at We're just saying stuff. We're just saying stuff, man. Anyway, get in there. Use the link in the description that takes you to Nitrogen to sign up, or else you don't even get access to that tournament. Of course, once you're there, there's also sports betting, casino games, and if you want your money, they give it to you fast. Withdrawals take 90 minutes or less. Right on. We'll see you there. All right. All right. Back to the hand. Jack 8 Deuce, two hearts, one diamond, ace king for Mickey with the only nothing burger on the flop. Nimi's got king queen of hearts, and Adam 22 has four or five of hearts, and they have both checked with their flush draws. The turn is the ace of spades. Hello. Mickey has turned the world. Or, you know, top, top. 
Nimi's turned. Uh, well, actually, both Nimi and, and, and yeah, and and Adam Twenty Two have turned combo draws. Adam Twenty Two with the wheel with the flush draw, and Nimi with the Broadway with the flush draw. So, Mickey out of the small blind. You'd expect to bet here, right? I don't know that that's true. Um, he's not the three better, and the three better checked the flop. So you, you put him on a hand like Ace Queen a lot. This Ace comes. You assume either we're we're going to get a bet a lot out of Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't hate a check here at all from Mickey. I agree. I don't hate it, but I, I think that a lot of the time you're going to see a bet here, and I think yes. it's fine to bet also. I agree. It's definitely fine because, like, they could, like, Adam 22 could have two tens and check and be checking again, and, and Andrew could have a little piece or not. You know what I mean? Like, we can get some, some value. We certainly don't want to just give a free card if we can avoid it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Mostly about value, but um, I, I totally understand Mickey checking them. I do too. Now, early on in this podcast, we referred to how they played the hand and how mm. it was odd, and, and you said there was one particular Nimi play, and I'm sure it was this one. Um, this is the one that is, if, if there's, well, this is the one I was referring to. Yeah. I'll say that. There's another one I want to talk about for sure, but this is the one I, I was referring to. This certainly is a, a, a board he could bet as well. Again, Adam was the three better and checked the flop when an ace comes. You're usually going to get a bet from him. Now, as Nimi, we only have king high. Yeah. Um, so to be clear, what we're referring to is that Nimi does check. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. Yeah, after Mickey checks, Nimi checks, having turned, like, having had a check around. So he's, like, free to bet, and it's not weird or out of flow. And he's got a big combo draw. But that card that comes seems to smack Adam's range pretty it directly. Does. So it you, does. if you don't think you have any fold equity, the only reason to bet really as Nimi is, well, one, because you might get, you have a little fold equity, and two, to set your price, right? Because we're not folding, but we could be check-raising here, by the yeah. way. Like, that's pretty powerful, in fact. If Adam bets his ace-queen, which, of course, he doesn't actually have, but we're thinking from Nimi's point of view here, mm-hmm. his ace-king, um, Mickey folds, we check-raise... That looks really strong. Looks like a set or ace jack. Yep. So maybe that's the plan. Maybe so. I, I kind of like that as a plan. I don't love a check call out of position. No, I don't like check calling. But we may. Ha- but depending if Adam bets small, we could do that. What if Adam bets like pot? What do we do then? I mean, if so, if he how big how big is this pot? Nine forty. So he bets a thousand. So we could we could raise to like twenty four hundred. And then fold to any further aggression. And I mean, it's asking a lot. For basically, him, jam for him the to river sh- if he falls. Him, yeah, I mean, if he if he further aggression would be very unlikely based on the way he'd have to like have a set of jacks that he checked the flop with, basically for there to be further aggression, right? I mean, when we ch- when we check race, maybe you could have ace eight suited. Maybe, maybe you could have ace eight suited, but fine. There's like not too many or of ace those. deuce. Yeah, but there's there's not a lot of combos where we're gonna have to be facing further aggression. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we'd probably be pricing ourselves out of sticking around, which sucks. Yeah. But probably just go for a check raise anyway, if, if we're checking. Bet, I think, betting I think, is fine. I think a check raise is kind of the only option once we check. Oh, yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's a totally fine option. I think betting is also a totally fine option. Well, here's the way it could not be, though, because we can see the hands, right? So one might expect Adam would bet here. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Um, Mickey, we know, isn't going to fold. Right. So Mickey probably has a lot of calls. Yeah. He might have some raises, but he probably mostly has calls. So now, would you actually still be check raising if, if it Mickey goes calls? that call? It's not. A I think I like it. I think I like it more because there's because Mickey is capped. Yeah, Mickey's capped, and it looks stronger. Yep, there's more money to win. Also, yeah. I agree. I um, just wanted to throw it out there. Okay, um, both are good spots, though. Yeah. 
but also, also, but we put Adam in a tougher spot because now he's got Mickey behind him to worry about, right. not just us, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, what do you do with Ace Queen if you're Adam in that spot? I mean, you figure you're always beating Mickey. You're not, but you figure you are, right? And so now it's like I would try and think of it just like forget about Mickey being in the hand, except that there's more money in there. I assume Mickey's not a threat and nothing to worry about. Am I calling this raise or not? With Ace Queen, I don't know what to do. Honestly, it's I tough. Hate I mean, it. if I Andrew Nimi's game is the same as when I used to know it a little bit better, he's tight. Yeah, then I would fold. Yeah, well, he played on poker really. time and he was pretty tight. Oh, he was, but I think he has tried to open up since then. Like, yeah. he's caught he caught some flack along the way where people were like, "Brad Owen plays more interesting than you," and like because he plays pretty snug. Like, he's, yeah. his strength, honestly, not, not that he's a bad poker player, but his strength is more in like making. Videos that, that the world is interested in, yeah. you know? And fair enough. Like, we all have the things we're good at, um, or the things we're really good at, anyway. And uh, he's a perfectly fine mid-stakes, no-limit hold'em player, right? Yeah. And this is, you know, 10, 20. I would guess is where he's topping out. And that's a perfectly good place to top out. I don't, it's not a critique. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think he is trying to open up, though, because he was catching some flack for being so tight. Mm. I'll say that. Okay. I've seen, I've seen him, like, try some stuff uh, on streams in the last... Four years cool. since, since he's played on our on our show. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, he checks. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's... All right, here we are. Let's get to it. This is the thing. Adam checks. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> we don't get to see what Nimi was going to do because I think he was probably going to check raise. I don't know. I think he probably was. We don't get to see. Why does Adam check? So he still has five high. Yep. He did pick up three outs. Against yep. all of the made hands, and actually against everything, because he's almost definitely losing to both players with five high. Yes, I yeah. think he's definitely losing to both players. Yeah. So, interesting. The that, ace comes. That seems to be a good card for us. Yeah, I mean, like, they both checked again. They could really both... Ha- like, Nimi could have king, queen of spades, and Mickey could have pocket sixes. What are we repping when we check the flop anyway? We're repping ace queen yeah. ace king. The ace comes. We have five high. It's a perfect time to bet. It's very It's odd. not always going to work, but we've got a lot of outs anyway. I mean, to his credit, yeah. in a much bigger way than the flop, he's fucking with the dials. He's making it hard to put him on this type of hand. Yeah, but what hand? But, but now, like, what is he supposed to have when he checks again? Like Tens. Yep. It looks like he has tens. So how is that going to help him, though? Like, for the, for the river that people think he if has he, tens. If he raises... You mean like oh. a, if he like makes one of his hands and raises? Yeah, if he makes the straight of the flush and then he can yeah. raise and it looks like to, it's true. So it doesn't look like a flush draw, that's for sure. Yeah. Hmm. It feels like now though we're like going too far down the the path of like deception. Like we yeah. should almost never have the parlay of checking the flop and checking the turn. I agree. I mean, it's even it's even an equity building card. It's not just like exactly. we got two more checks. Even just two more checks in general, I think, is an easy bet on, on any ace. Yeah, forgetting about the fact that it brings us a wheel draw. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, like wow. If by the way, if it's two, che- if the jack pairs in it's two checks, we could bet. Yeah, right. Um, or the eight pairs, we could do that. But this feels like such a natural, obvious bet. It would not work. We can see that neither player would fold. Yeah. The only justification I can really have, and I don't think deception is good enough, is that he picked up something off of, like, Mickey. Of, like, oh, Mickey ain't going anywhere. Mickey liked that's, that card. That's possible. If, if that's the case, maybe that's being too generous to Adam. But if that's the case, then the check is good. He's just saving money, right? Yeah. Because you don't get there enough of the time that you want to put money into the pot if, if you know Mickey's calling. I mean, I could see picking up something off Mickey. I, Mickey strikes me as the type of guy who might just get bored and not care if he's giving something away. Um, I will say, like, Mickey, you know, played some big... 
hands against Garrett, and Garrett could not figure him out. Yeah. And was, like, trying to read him, and, like, Mickey would bet some huge amount, and Garrett, like, folded to bluffs and called value, big value yeah. bets and all this kind of stuff. And so, so Mickey isn't at least giving it away to, in wildly obvious ways. Okay, fair. So I don't know if it's... So it seems unlikely Adam would be picking up on stuff, but maybe. If Garrett's not, then sure. Right. Fair. Either way, it's, it, this is just a very odd check. Yes. It's a very, very strange check. But here we are. Okay. And, uh, you know, ultimately, maybe it, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe things... Maybe you lose a lot of money no matter what, because the river is the three of hearts. I mean, if it was the three of not hearts... I mean, that would be a good card, and you get money from Mickey. Yeah. If you're Adam 22. Yeah. Three but, of hearts, of course, makes a wheel for Adam, but also makes a flush for him, which is not good, because Nimi makes a second flush. But it seems good. It feels good. Yeah. I mean, you don't really put anybody else on a flush draw when everybody checks the turn. Nope. You sure don't. All right. As Mickey, do you want to try to bet for value out of the small blind now? I mean, it, it is a heart, but the same thing applies here. It doesn't really look like anybody has a heart draw. It doesn't. I think I do want to bet for value. We're Mickey. Our, our rep is like, we're weird as hell. We, who, who knows what the hell we're betting with? We could be bluffing. We're, we're strange. Like, we might get called by worse hands for sure. By the way, Nimi can absolutely have a good ace here. Yeah. And I've checked it. Nimi can have lots of things. There's no real reason to think anyone has a flush. I think Mickey's supposed to bet. And I think he's supposed to bet kind of big because of what you just said, that Nimi could have a good ace here. Like, if we're going to bet, we know Nimi would bet if we checked, most likely, if he had a good ace. So there's 940 in the pot. What do you, how much do you want him to bet? 750. Yeah, I was thinking 800. Yeah. Okay. And just to like maximize value against those hands. Right. If Nimi's got ace 10, can he really fold after it checks through? And more Mickey? Yeah, we're Mickey. He's like, oh, Adam almost never has an ace. Yeah. Like, because he checked again. Like, I, I just have to call. Don't yeah. I? Mickey, Mickey doesn't have to have it. You're just, you're just forced to call. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Big bet. But Mickey checks. Okay. Which turns well, out to be an incredibly brilliant. good decision. These guys are reading each other so well. It's yeah. amazing. All right. So Nimi. He has two choices here, obviously. One is to check raise, hope that Adam bets um, with whatever he has. I don't like that plan. Or, you know, bet yourself. I think now, we have to bet. The problem is that nobody has shown any, anything at all. Like, you might just think that you're just a, against, like, pocket tens for, for Adam on the button who's just going to fold, and then Mickey's just got whatever Mickey has, and he's going to fold. Maybe, maybe someone will call, since no one's shown any aggression at any point in the hand, but we are the guy who can probably have it the most of anyone, not yeah. just a flush. Anything we can have strong, we can have the strongest hands, right? Yeah, because um, yeah, like Mickey, because Mickey chose to check right here. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's is Adam really going to bluff? Adam chose not to bet the turn. I don't know why we think he's going to bluff the river. If we're if we're Andrew Neiman, that was a great time to bluff if he didn't have if he had a hand that he needed to bluff. So we should bet an amount that can get called by tens sometimes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So we have to bet small. We have to bet small. Unless we think Mickey has an ace, then we can go for value against Mickey. Yeah, which I, I would not be putting Mickey on I ace. I wouldn't think Mickey has a strong ace for sure based on this. Turns Check out right we're so wrong about everything. We can make so much money if we just bet big. Yeah, which he does. So good Andrew, for Andrew. Andrew bets big. He bets 820. I, I don't really I know. That much. I, I don't think it's the correct play based on what we've just said. It feels like we're supposed to bet like $430. There might here. be something that we're missing here. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I agree. There might be something we're missing. Also, you know, maybe you've just played enough with Mickey, and you're like, Mickey's calling like any pair here. So I can bet big, and he does, he's price insensitive. If he's calling, he's calling. Yeah. Then we should bet bigger. Yeah. He might be price insensitive. True. I don't know if Adam is, but Mickey, I think, it's got, there's a, if we think that at all, we should bet big, actually. We should go for it. So maybe that's what's going on. All right, I'm willing to, I'm willing to give Andrew the benefit of the doubt for sure. He's been in these spots a lot. Yeah. And so he bets 820 to 940. Cool. 
It's a big bet. It is. But we still are just as underrepped as we were before as Adam. I mean, do we have to raise this bet? Well, let's start with this. Nimi could bet this much for value and have a lot of worse hands. Like a big chunk of his range can still be worse than a flush. What's the minimum that he bets this size with? Um, ace queen? Ace queen has got to be the absolute minimum. Yeah. Right? Can't go any lower than that. But maybe ace queen and certainly anything better than ace queen, I think, has got to be, could, could be considered here. Yeah. Right? Like certainly two pair. Yeah. He's got reasonable two pairs here. Now we have to remove a lot of those combos because he didn't bet the turn. Well, but he was potentially checking the ace to right. Adam to bet. What I'm saying is, sure, some of those combos will okay. do that, but at, yes. at least with some frequency, he's going to bet those he's combos. He's got aces up. He's betting the turn sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But he's also check-raising sometimes. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We can remove some of those. Okay. Does Adam have to raise? It seems pretty tight to just call here with a hand this strong. When, because we checked... Flop and turn. One of the reasons why we check is the deception so we can get, so we can get our raises called later when we actually make a strong hand, right? All right. We, we've successfully made the strong hand. I think it's reasonable to raise. I Do think you, so, too, but let's go through a little bit of a technical thing here, great. which is we, uh, we effectively have the nut low flush. Yes, there is right. not. It's not a pos- It's not possible for either opponent to have a lower flush. So we do have the nut low flush. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not actually the nut low, but it's effectively the nut low. Well, since it plays... No, because like a king high flush is the, nut, is the nut flush when it's the nut flush, right? This is the nut low flush. Since mm-hmm. there's no nothing, nothing else is possible to be lower. It's the but it's, but it's because we block the other yeah. cards. That's no, different. I, it's different because if we didn't have the four of hearts, also. Yeah, like I understand. It, yeah, let's not argue okay. about semantics. No one cares. It's the uh, effective note. Okay, <laughs> but please continue. Okay, um, so like we were hoping to get called by two pair or a set. Yes, we're which, hoping basically for the story to be like what we want is Andrew Nimi to like Mickey folds quickly. We assume. Andrew Nimi now is like, what? And starts talking for a while and says stuff like, what, what could you possibly have here? Yeah. What in the world do you have? I don't, this makes, do you just have like a weird king of hearts? Like you have king queen with the king of hearts and you're just making a play at me? Kind of stuff like that, you know? Yeah. That's what you need. And he's like, and like throw, puts his hands up a lot and finally throws the chips in because like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's what we're looking for. Right, which I get, and I think that's what you have to do once you've played it this way. Yes. It's, you know, you don't really expect anybody else to show up with a flush anyway. If we had bet flop and turn, and then Andrew donks this river, we can only call. Yeah. Right? Even if we bet flop or turn, especially yeah. turn, by the way, especially turn. Yes. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe not flop, but definitely turn. If we bet turn and Andrew donks river, I don't see how we can race. No, of course not. Because it looks like he's got a flush. Yeah. Yeah, but he just doesn't have to have a flush here. Yeah, and, and it, he, he might find a call because our story is fucking weird. That's bro. what we have going for us is like we yeah. did make the weird story, and we did that for a reason. This is us trying to capitalize on that. And you see how you see he sizes it pretty small. So Andrew bets eight twenty, Adam makes it twenty two hundred. So yeah. he goes he under three x's it right. Yeah, he's saying like call me with your two pair bra or even your ace queen. Maybe yeah. just don't believe me with ace queen. If you don't believe me, it's all the same anyway, yeah. right? Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I get why you would raise now. It just, you know, if it were a more traditionally played hand, you could never raise the river with the nut low flush. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. I mean, this um, is one of the problems with playing small flushes or small suited cards is that, like, it's hard to make, hard to win a really big hand because you have to get someone else, else has to put chips in with you. Yeah. And then it, there aren't as many good second best hands for them to do it with, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to the nut flush. Yeah. Well, do you think Mickey should consider calling? Bet raise. Yeah. He's super no. under rep still. I know. 
I mean, he he could consider it, but I don't see how he can reasonably. Call. Yeah, maybe if he had the King of Hearts or something or the Ace I, Hearts. I would assume we're losing to a weird two pair here, you know. Yeah. Or something. Well, I don't think Adam is going to raise two pair. Do you? I mean, he'd have to have like Ace three to raise. I mean, I don't know what Adam has. But Andrew is uncapped at this point. Yeah. Adam has just shown strength out of nowhere. It would be weird for us to call. I agree. And to Mickey's credit, he folds. That's a, that's a good fold. Yeah. And if he called, I wouldn't absolutely kill him for it. All right. Back to Andrew. Okay, Does not have the nut flush. He has the second nut flush. Oh, interesting spot, right? And just kind of like Adam's spot, in a more traditionally played hand, you can never, ever raise this. Right. But you have to consider it in this spot because no bets have gone in until the river. Yes. So do you think that Andrew should raise or do you think he should just call? Um, I think it's close, but I think Andrew should raise. Okay. There's a few reasons why. Uh, one is the stuff you've already talked about, certainly. The, the story is such that, A, it's hard for our opponent to have the nut flush. Yeah. B, it's hard for us to have a hand this good. Mm-hmm. Also, um, C, Adam made a 2200. We're both playing 8550 effective. So if, we're, if we have 20,000 back and we raise to six or 7,000, we could be in a horrible spot. Yeah. Now, granted, we're probably just going to fold if we get four bet anyway, Easy right? Um, but if we think like, oh, Adam 22, he's a crazy baller, dude. He might take the ace of hearts and lose his mind sometimes. Like, uh-oh, I would hate to put myself in that spot. But we can't be in that spot now. Right. We're just going to be committed to the hand. Like, it's only one more raise total. Yeah. Left. That makes it easier to make this raise, I think. Um, that helps. Yeah. Can we reasonably expect to get called by a weaker hand? That becomes an interesting question. Like, what are we hoping Adam has that he can call with? I mean, what? he showed up with a thing that he's, it's uh, has a chance. He really has a flush. hard. He somehow has a flush. It's really hard to imagine him having a flush. Though. Yeah. So what is he supposed to have? He needs set to, like, threes. I was just going to say, he needs to have river to set, right? Yeah. Um, and can you even call with a set of threes? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, it seems hard to call with a set of threes. I think, and a set of threes and four or five of hearts are the same hand in this in this yeah. case, right? They play exactly the same. Um, four or five of hearts is a little better because it blocks, blocks hearts. flushes. Yeah, yep. blocks hearts a little bit, so that is better. Uh, but the question, but he's, you're, if you call, you're targeting the same thing, right? Yeah. You're targeting the ace, the naked ace of hearts that's going for it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we can get called by a worse hand. But if, if Adam somehow ha- checked a flush draw twice, and it isn't a flush draw this bad, it's a pretty good flush draw. It's the 10-9 of hearts. Sure. Although, God, what a flop. And then yeah. he decides to check. But he did check a combo draw on the turn. The 10-X of hearts. The 10-7 of hearts. I don't know. Although that's pretty good, too. But you see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, I mean, if he has a reasonable flush, he, he probably does have to call. He has to consider calling, I should say. He has to consider calling. Like... I don't know if he can call with the set. I don't know if he can call with the straight. I don't know if he can call with, the, with any flush worse than ours, but he at least has to consider what the flush is. It's one of those, once again, strange spots. We've put yes. ourselves in a strange spot based on how everybody played the hand, where it feels like at this point, even though from a technical perspective, when you kind of game it out, it feels weird to, to three bet. Everything is so underrepped, and there's been no bets until the river. It feels like you just have to go for it. Yeah. You have to. Can this guy, another question we have to ask ourselves is, can this guy talk himself into some calls with like, is he ever going to hero? Because if he's never going to hero and we make this play, we may be losing money making this play. But if he's got some heroes in him, if he's got some like, I don't know if I'm going to let you push me around, man, kind of in him, then maybe, maybe there's, this is profitable. This is not automatic though, by any means. I also wonder if, if Nimi being on the stream makes it a little easier for him to shove. Because? Because he wants to be seen as a guy who 
isn't like too careful. Isn't a nut peddler? Yeah, like it's better for getting calls in the future and stuff yeah. like that. If you're if you're going to raise the river with not the nuts, so if you're a three bet, raise the river. With I think it's got to be a better expected value play to to raise than not to, based on the way the hand played out. Yeah, it's I just too. a little scary. I would just assume I'm like free rolling this. I would assume like I'm almost never getting called, but I always have the best hand. Is what I would think. Turns out our friend can have a flush, and maybe he can have the nut flush. But I would just be like, it's absurd, but it's a free roll. Whatever. And if I'm wrong, which is almost never the case, it's, I mean, it sucks. I'm down, 80, I'm down $8,500. Yeah, that's I didn't not, have to be. That's not I'm down fun. an extra $6,000. I didn't have to be. But it seems just too, I just have to believe we can get called by the queen high flush here and the jack high flush and whatever, you know? Yeah. I just have to believe it. Although the jack high flush is impossible, right? Because there's a no. jack, on the, jack of hearts on the board. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So, so Nimi is. does move in. Okay. And now you're Adam. I mean, once fun again. Times. Fun times. Once again, this is such a weird spot that we've created for ourselves, right? Now, there's, there's some very easy analysis to do, which yes. is what are the bluffs? It's the ace of hearts. It's the ace of hearts. But is that actually going to pull the trigger against this line? If you're Nimi and you have... You probably stay in the pot with ace 10 off plus... Right, pre-flop, because Mickey yeah. called. Yep. Maybe if Mickey folds, you fold, but Mickey called, so you can call with ace-10 with the ace of hearts. Yep. Other than ace-10 with the ace of hearts, I guess you could have ace-jack with the ace of hearts, but you're sure. never turning that into a bluff. You're calling, right? You're probably just calling the ace-jack. So now we're really at ace-queen with the ace of hearts is the most and obvious. Are you just calling with that, too? You might not be. You might decide to raise. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the reason why we have to at least really consider calling from Adam's point of view instead of just like insta-mucking. It's because what the hell? Like, it doesn't even look like we have a flush as Adam. If, he's had, if he has the ace of hearts, it's such a powerful card that is usually losing to, with the one pair of hands. Like, I don't know if that's true. Do you think Adam has a, has a check, check, now bluff the river play? And when the ace comes on the turn, I don't think so. So I guess it could be an ace of hearts that's putting Adam on a set of threes kind of a hand or a straight or two pair that's really going for super thin value. Super thin. I don't know if it's possible for him no. to go. But maybe, maybe. I don't know. If you, if you have ace eight, why wouldn't you bet the turn? It's so hard to come up with hands. Ace three, he checks once, and he like hits the ace, but it's a bad ace, so he checks again. Now he makes aces up, and he's like, it's just too weak just to call on this. Like, there's no, like Andrew absolutely can have ace queen here. I'm going to go for it. I don't know. Mm. It's weak. It's, it is not a, it's not a strong argument I'm making. No. I, I acknowledge this. It, like I can think of the Ace of Hearts as a bluff, but I, it's hard for me to imagine Nimi actually pulling the trigger on this. Is this because it's Nimi, or is it because of the situation? Because there's an Ace on the board, and you can just call. I mean, how often is he ahead? I don't know, but like, how often is he getting folds against this weird range anyway? I mean, a lot. Don't you think he's... Like, we just went over, can, should he raise for value with King-Queen suited because what's calling him? We just said that. Yeah. So if we have the Ace of Hearts, yeah. literally what's calling him. Yeah. It's sort of like, you could call it almost a just-in-case play of like, well, he has to fold everything, and I can't have the nuts. So he literally has to fold everything. Now, maybe it's not true. I, I was saying, like, you probably have to call with some, some of the bigger flushes, like yeah. the Queen-Eye flush. But how many of those does he have? Almost none. I think you could say, like, I would bet that the moving in here with the Ace of Hearts, based on this action, is highly profitable and way more profitable than calling. Here's another problem with that. Yeah. Nimi did not bet the turn. Right. Any ace of hearts in your hand is a really good card to bet on the turn. Except we are checking in flow to the razor when the ace comes. It's not really flow anymore once it checks through on the flop. It is, though, when an ace comes on the turn. I would argue it's maybe, maybe flow is the wrong word, but it's very reasonable to like, be like, take your shot, buddy, right? Like you're giving him a chance to bluff that card, to see bet on that I card. I guess. 
if it wasn't an ace on the turn, I would agree with you more. But I feel like the ace on the turn justifies both Mickey and Andrew's check more so than any other card. I, I think so, too. It's just... Andrew's going to have some bets on the turn. Yes. And the Ace of Hearts is going to be... Ace of Hearts, whatever else is with it, is going to be one of those Sometimes he's going to bet of that. Of course, of course you're right. Sometimes. But he's also going to sometimes bet his flush draws on the turn. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with my, what we were talking about, though, actually, now that I think about it. Like, yeah. So what? Um, but my point is that he's got... Oh, he, he, that knocks out some of the flush draws he can have, I guess. But he, it's kind of a boss play. It might be an amazing play as long as your your opponent is capable of folding a pretty good hand to just move in with the ace of hearts here on this kind of action. Like, how are you? It's like such a strong, awesome winning play. I gotta believe. Like, okay, I think so this is gonna do you think so that's enough money. to call with the five five flush? Is that that's the question? Yeah. Is that is a does Andrew have the ace of hearts here enough to to make this worthy? And and then two, does he actually make this bluff enough yeah. when he has it? Um, I doubt it. But this hand is played so weird. Adam actually goes through all of this, or not all of it, some of this pretty openly. He starts talking and says, like, man, I want to fold, but the reason why I'm considering calling is because you can never put me on what I have. Like, you can never think I have this hand that I have right now yeah. based on how I played it, which I kind of agree with, Adam. So that is a reason to call. We yeah. are deeply underrepped here. Well, not deeply anymore, we raised, but yeah. we're underrepped. The problem is... The range of value that's three betting us is, of course, only stronger than what we This have. is just such a strange hand. Does Andrew do this with the Ace of Hearts every time? If he doesn't, maybe we can't call. We have better flushes in our range, almost certainly, than this if we have this one here, right? We probably check, check with other flush draws, better, and they're all better than this, every single one. It would be good to know more about recent Andrew Nimi play, like if he's making moves like this. We block hearts. That's, that helps a little bit, too. That's a little good. Bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's enough. I don't know, but I think it's not automatically a bad call um, if someone were to make it, even though, like, I'd, if someone were to say, like, oh, Adam calls here, by the way. He does. Adam calls here. Uh, after thinking for a while, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's a bad call. It's just clearly a bad call. And now I'm like, it's probably a, probably a bad call, but I'm not as sure. Yeah. So I think that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, that, like, if Nimi has this Ace of Hearts playing him, he probably has... I mean, he doesn't have that many flushes himself because it went because he checked the turn, even though he's going to check sometimes mm-hmm. because of the ace on the turn. Honestly, like it's such a weird spot. I feel yeah. like everybody on the river played it fine, and it's just, mm. but it's so strange. It's just odd. I mean, when you're Nimi and you pull the trigger on the three bet, the first thing you're like, please don't insta call. Yes, and they're like, okay, thank God he didn't insta call. And the fact that he's considering fo- not folding is amazing, you know? And you're like, what a- this was great. Yeah. And you're so happy. Of course. But, like, the insta call is, like, kind of devastating. Of and course. then we make this video, and we're like, what is Nimi thinking? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe we're not. With this action, we probably aren't saying no, that. No, I don't um, think so. But that would be what, what the comments on YouTube would say, and he might get some tweets about it or whatever, sure. right? Because um, this is an, certainly an unusual three-bet with, with this level of hand strength. It's just everybody played it strange, so I guess just play your hand for its strength and play play like you're a bad player, you know, instead of like you're a good player who thinks about relative hand mm. strength. You think like flush is good, so we yeah. do flush now. Like Yeah. Uh, that's maybe the easiest way to think about this one. If I was Adam, would I find a call on the river? I honestly don't know. I don't know what I would do. I, I would really, I'd really have to sit there and think for a long time. I have no idea what I would do. I'd be pulled in two very, very opposite directions. For me, it would, I mean, it would depend a lot on my opponent, 
right? There's it's Andrew Nimi, right? That's your opponent. I don't know enough about recent Nimi stuff. Well, okay. If, if it, it was Andrew Nimi who played on Poker Time, I think I would easy fold. fold. Easy fold. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think I would find a fold mostly because I would I would work out in my head that the turn action means Andrew can still have all his flushes, mm-hmm. like. He's probably checking because the ace came. And he might have been check-raising. He might have been this. He might have been that. But he expects me to bet when the ace comes. Yeah. So he can still have all the flushes. So then I'd probably find a fold. Because what's he, what's he doing this with otherwise, you know? Yeah. Again, the naked ace of hearts. If, if you're up against Stephen Chidwick, this is an easy call, I think. Mm-hmm. Because he's always pulling the trigger with the ace of hearts. Yep. Always. There's a lot of players I would fold against. Who I of know, course. Like players I know that I play against. Of course. Know? No, a lot of players, you're like, well, I'm raised folding, obviously. Yeah. You know, I hope this works. I mean, it's kind of the way it always is in No Limit when you have a flush that isn't the nuts on the river and you raise the river and you're yeah. like, I mean, was this just stupid? Right. Like, often they just fold and sometimes they re-raise and either one sucks. Yep. And then once in a while, you actually get called by a worse hand and it. it makes everybody happy. Everybody, <laughs> all the fans, including the losing player. Yeah. All right, that was a weird one. Yeah.